Hi there, and welcome to Dork Wars, the podcast, your galactic hub for all things Star Wars. My name's Blake, and I'm here with three of the best hosts in the galaxy tonight. First off, we have the funny one, Wesley. Get your fat pants ready, boys. It's Christmas. The commentator, Andrew. Unta Gunta Solo. And our own personal Jedi archive, Dietrich. This is the way. <laughs> so we're back after our long hiatus. It is good to be back. We've had some crazy stuff go on, some weird audio things. Um, I recently had the do-back strain of COVID-19. Uh, it's been been pretty pretty ruthless. Omnicron. Omnicron. We get really, well, really okay. sweaty for four days. <laughs> Well, I mean, the do-back strain sounds way cooler than Omnicron, but whatever. Um, so, guys, like, uh, Grant's not with us tonight. I believe he's singing Christmas carols with a Gungan on some unnamed planet somewhere. Or Life Day carols, actually. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day, everybody. Happy Life Day. Thank you. And Happy Life Day to you. So, let's get rolling. Have you been naughty or nice this year? I, actually, I don't. I don't know what life day uh, revolves around other than, I guess, life. But um, does Yoda not get eight reindeer and travel the galaxy dropping off presents? Well, would it be reindeer? Are there reindeer in a galaxy far, far away? Can it be something like loath wolves? Yes. Porgs? Is this like a million porgs (laughs) tied to a raft? I think think that borders on uh, animal cruelty, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Possibly. I don't think animal cruelty exists in Star Wars. Well, slavery does. I'll tell you that. Slave one is a thing. Let's not open. Let's not. <laughs> let's not open that one back up here on Life Day. Uh, not this that again. That is the Spitfire, or the fire spray, or the shooty Look, shoot. Okay, this is this is going to be a nice Life Day. Let's not open up old wounds. You know, like that awkward family Life Day uh, feast. You know, every you got that weird cousin always brings up the weird <laughs> conspiracy theories. That's that's one of them, right? So let's get right into our Star Wars news. Now hear this. Now hear this. Now hear this. Now you hear this, whoever you are. So um, we, we haven't been on in a while. There's there's a good amount to cover as far as news that we could cover, but it'd be old news now. But one thing that I did... I'm pregnant. Uh, Wesley's... That, what does that have to do with... No, I'm what, just kidding. Just kidding. Boston what does that have to do with Star Wars anyway? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> is it a Jedi? Star Wars news. Oh, my bad. Yeah, Star Wars news. We're, <laughs> we're not doing the Wesley now here. This that's on a different podcast. Um, but to di- I actually looked at the uh, Star Wars Eclipse trailer today. It looks pretty cool, guys. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, it's it's kind of a. Can you uh, describe it in thirty words? And can I? Just, yeah, I can describe it in thirty. Try, words. Here, here we go. Awesome. Trial, trial number one. Describe it in thirty words. I gave you ten times that amount, and you squandered it. He makes it good. Wow. Well, have you have you seen have you seen the? Uh, I've not. Here? That's why I want to hear it from you first. I feel like <laughs> it would be more powerful being well, described it's... by Blake. <laughs> so the the eclipse trailer, it's really just a lot of random scenes. Like there's um, a droid with no coverings in the middle of the desert. Um, there's Yoda looking out a window of the uh, Jedi Council room, or I, mean, I guess we presume <laughs> it's Yoda. It looks like Yoda. I mean, who else could it be, Yaddle. right? Uh, it's could have been Yaddle, though. Yeah, they do look very similar. But it, it it's just a lot of s- very cinematic. Uh, that's it. It's, it's just a cinematic trailer. It's just a lot of scenes that look very heavy. I mean, there's no gameplay shown. There's no real story shown. It's really just saying, hey, there's going to be this game called Star Wars Eclipse at some time. So there's no information about it? None at all, except for there is a Yoda and a naked droid. Uh, that's, that's all I got Aren't for you. Aren't all droids naked? I don't understand that. I guess if they're not Well, you plated. know how in episode one, C-3PO doesn't have his covering. Yeah, on. okay, all right. So this yeah. droid so did not have had its wires exposed, is what you're trying to say. He had his wires exposed, yes. Hot. So it's going to be rated M for mature... <laughs> 
Uh, anyways, anyways, Wesley, where, where were you going with your uh, statements before? I was going to say uh, one bit of information is I think it takes place in the High Republic era. Is that right? Uh, it seems that way. I don't know that for sure, but just kind of the cinematics make it seem like it's going to be in that High Republic era. There's a lot of, um, uh, I guess, High Republic-ish looking. Like, Coruscant looks all pristine, and there's a whole lot going on. It looks really nice and pretty, not like uh, after the um, the original trilogy where everything kind of looks just dingy, you know? This is before the galaxy was a uh, heap of crap. Okay, heap of crap. Heap of crap is what we we're now it. discussing. Uh, <laughs> we have pause to think about what to come back at when given heap of crap. Okay. So let's move along. Mo- moving on from uh, Star Wars Eclipse that we know next to nothing about now that I've seen. I just like the trailer. I thought I'd bring it up. Um, there's going to be a game called that at some point. Han Solo and Chewbacca are getting their own Marvel comic series. And I'm going to go on and tell you guys, I was a little worried because a couple days ago, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was some buzz around, like some rumors that Harrison Ford had signed on to play Han Solo again. Then I saw there was going to be this Han Solo Chewy thing. And it just said on the news articles that it was a series. And I'm like, oh my God, they're, they're not doing a live action Han Solo series with Harrison Ford. No way. And I was right. Because it's just a comic series, and it comes there's out not enough in money in the world to pay him to come back. No, I mean, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I mean, he hated being Han Solo. So I don't know why he could have made a lot of money <laughs> just embracing it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Harrison Ford just—I don't know. He's one of them guys. He doesn't he need do Star it, Wars. Do like unlike several of the other actors, he doesn't need it. That is yeah. true. That is very true. But back to this comic series. What do you guys think? So. It, the synopsis, apparently, the unofficial synopsis, I believe, is that it's going to take place before New Hope, and Chewie, Han, and Greedo are going to team up to do some kind of mission for Jabba. I think it'd be kind of interesting to see. I don't know if it's needed. I don't. I don't know if anyone's really crying out for this kind of thing, but um, it, it'll be it'll be neat to see. Well, we already know it's a story that probably has happened just based on Episode Four, because clearly Greedo and Han know each other. Correct. Yep. And they both have ties to the huts, so it makes sense. It's yep. a very safe play. Yeah. It's a good way to explain why they shot at each other. Well, we know why they shot yeah, at each I'd other. I'd love to see <laughs> I'd love to see some Han Solo Greedo kind of uh, back and forth because but you can tell from that scene, of course Greedo's there to collect a check just to kill Han to to bring him back to Jabba. But you can tell they don't like each other. Like it just like Greedo kind of relishes in the fact that he found Han Solo and now he can kill him. He probably cheated him out of something. That's what Han does. I mean, I feel like, I feel like the Hut universe is <laughs> my bad, Dietrich. Yeah, I feel like the Hut universe is getting a lot of attention right now. Like with the Book of Boba Fett kind of taking place in, in in that realm, and now we got these comics coming out with Han and Chewie. So it's all kind of the same to me. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of criminal underworld going on right now in the Star Wars community. And uh, I think even in the even in the comics, we just got done with um, War of the Bounty Hunters, I believe is is what the run was called, and it was just a bunch of different bounty hunter stories. Wes, would you be saying that if it was about Cad Bane? Oh no, we we need that story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for, for those biased. of you who don't know, uh, Wesley holds a uh, loving place in his heart for Cad Bane. to be a loving place in all of our hearts. He's like Indiana Jones mixed with Boba Fett. This, this is life day. There's no there's no Cad Bane um, holiday if I'm not uh, if I'm not mistaken. So moving on now, uh, Star Wars the High Republic as we were kind of talking about it a couple minutes ago in regards to Eclipse, we do know that the final book in the novelizations uh, is coming out on January 4th, and that is called Fallen Star. So Star Wars The High Republic Fallen Star will release on January 4th. Diedrich brought this up in our chat when uh, when I texted all this to you guys, and he was like, well, why wouldn't they put it out before Christmas? And 
No clue, actually. I think that would have been a better move, not just because I want to read it now, but because, uh, I mean, it's a good Christmas gift. I mean, if you got a Star Wars nerd in your family, what better way to show them you care? Like, what manufacturer of any give them a Star good Wars would drop so soon after Christmas and not try to get it before Christmas, you know? Well, they did the same thing with um, their first book. Uh, what, what was the name of that book? Uh, Wesley? Light of the Jedi? Yeah, Light of the Jedi. Dang. And, Andrew Clutch. <laughs> yeah, right, Light of the Jedi. Light of the Jedi came out like in the middle of January. Head canon on why they would do that. A lot of people get gift cards. So, <laughs> use the gift cards for Barnes & Noble or whatever your book retailer might be. Amazon. Amazon, baby. Audible. Dude, Audible, does, your so, sponsor. <laughs> I know this has nothing. Oh, and this has nothing to do with Star Wars. But how does Barnes and Noble stay open? I mean, come on, guys. I, really, who who is reading like hey, I, uh, paper copies of books anymore? I do. You jerk. I do. I so also there's two read. people that I know. I don't know. I, I just I got a Kindle, man. The Kindle thing is so convenient. Oh, I love it. But um. I guess I guess there's two. Years. Nothing like touching the page and flipping it. <laughs> yeah, for real. It feels, it makes me feel. Do you read while smoking a like an old timey pipe? <laughs> Indubitably. Mm, this is very <laughs> curious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn the page. He's telling turn his butler to turn the page. Is that what's going on? <laughs> Master, but the page is all sticky. Uh, anyway, lick um, your fingers, you fool. <laughs> Blow on if you must. <laughs> the pages? <laughs> yes. We still talking about a book here. We stopped talking about a book a long time ago. <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett, out December 29th. Shameless book. Nice. <laughs> that was a good. I'm so, so the excited. Book of Boba Fett actually does come out December the 29th. What better segue than that? Uh, so, guys, I know we've talked about it periodically. We got we're, we're all excited, right? We all want to see what happens. Uh, how it looks like we're going to see how he got out of the Sarlacc pit, which is going to be cool, and what happens after he shoots freaking um, Bib Fortuna's big dumb face off. That's going to be pretty cool. He's going to not rule by fear. That's all I know. I swear, though, if he just uses some kind of, like, uh, I don't know, grappling hook to just pull himself <laughs> out, I'm going to be so pissed. Something real lame, like he didn't even do anything. Like, he's just like... What if the Sarlacc pit just throws up? It just throws him up and <laughs> just shoots him out with a whole bunch of, like, <laughs> nasty ooze. <laughs> he falls face first into the sand <laughs> with the ooze on him. I think that would be in the crappy yeah. category for but me. But I mean, it, <laughs> it seems that maybe uh, that that could be it. Like, I don't know. Why does everything got to be such like an epic adventure? I mean, I know it's entertainment, this, that, and the other. But why can't it be like, you know, somehow Palpatine returned? You know, because <laughs> like, <laughs> that was not fun for anyone involved. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It it really exactly. wasn't. I don't. I don't know if the Sarlacc. I want, uh, I want some feeling that they put thought into it. That's all. Yeah, and they they've got some source material. Um. The uh, the EU had Boba Fett come back to life out of the Sarlacc pit. We'll see if they do a similar kind of thing. But um, who knows? I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It seems like it's going to be a good series. Disney Plus has not disappointed yet. with their, Well, I don't know. I guess we're all on different, uh, different pages on that. Because I, I like The Bad Batch. Um, not every episode. But... Um, I think Disney Plus has done a good job with what they have put out so far. So, guys, before we get into our uh, main Life Day topic, I want to talk about something. I was doing a rewatch of um, the Star Wars movies while I was in quarantine with my do-back strain of COVID-19. And I realized something. I'm watching, I'm watching A New Hope, and after... The Millennium Falcon leaves the Death Star. They have Princess Leia on board, Luke, Han, Chewie, the two droids, you know, the whole shebang. They're headed to Yavin 4, Yavon 4, whatever, however we say it on this show. Um, Yavin? <laughs> Yavin 4? 
Yavin 4. Princess Leia realizes that they're probably being tracked, and she even tells Han Solo this. So why is Princess Leia so comfortable going back to the Rebel secret base when she is 99% sure she's being tracked? Because they have a trap card. They they kind of did. I mean, but they didn't even... They have, they yeah, but they didn't card. even know they had the Death Star plans. But there was there was no guarantee that anything good was going to be in there. Like they could have opened the Death Star plans and been like, "Well, crap, um, this thing's pretty fortified." Like what, nah, what happens Jen, then Jen if they don't them, find though, that did little? You, did you not watch? Well, did you not watch Rogue One? Yeah, the, yeah, Rogue One explained the yeah, importance of those plans. They knew what was up. Yeah, dude. <sighs> and it showed where. The way I showed where the Death Star was, you know, penetrable. Where is it? Where is it? Where, okay, sorry, where so is in 2005, at? before Disney owned Star Wars, like, I don't know, it just seems like a plot hole. And, and maybe Rogue One just covers that up. Oh, I know, see. But I don't know. I was Gene, watching Leia I was just, knew it had a weakness in those plans. I'm pretty sure that's at some point there's a line to where they say as much, they don't go into specifics, but. Uh, well, I don't know. They're always they're always real hopeful when talking about the plans. They're always like, "Well, we have to analyze these plans, and maybe we can find a weakness." There's always a maybe. There's there's never a sure thing. Like anytime you listen to her talk about it on the movie, it's it's not hmm. like we have to analyze these plans because there is definitely a weakness in the Death Star. We know there is. No, they never say that. They they're always saying we have to analyze the plans so we can possibly find a weak point. And it, they act like they didn't even know what the weak yeah. point was. Because you have to understand, yeah. But at this point, there's such a like marginalized, just like beaten down, slave ridden society. You know what I mean? And so they don't have any hope. So, you know, Obi Wan, my only hope. That's the right. I have point. no idea what that has to do with the weakness <laughs> in the plans, but I, I'm inspired. I will. I will tell you, Andrew. I'm inspired because it's because it's hope. The reason they don't they aren't guaranteed the the destruction is because it's all about hope. It's all about wanting to have a small chance to overrule the tyranny. Well, I'm glad they didn't talk to Blake Leia before. Saying, Blake is saying that there is she's super sure about it for no reason. Like that, that's true. The more yeah. I think about it, the more I side with Blake. The more I'm like, Ooh. yeah. But once you see the plans, I mean, then you can see that there <laughs> might be a chance. Why see, so, no so this is the conversation I'm seeing. They're coming in. They're like, hey, Leia, you're in this different ship. What's going on? Oh, um, we're being tracked. Um, the the worst military weapon that you've ever seen is like on our back door. Uh, we got these plans, though, and there is like 2% chance that there's a weakness. So you're welcome, guys. So I'm, Okay. If you go back in, in time before Rogue One, sure, it's super ambiguous. But in Rogue One... Jin has that big speech where she's trying to warn him, right? But they don't necessarily believe her. Right. Right. I, I don't I don't know. I still I still wish the dialogue in well, of course the dialogue in the movie can't match Rogue One because the dialogue in the movie was made back in the seventies. But um yeah, it's just I was watching it and she's like just everything's like super maybe, like there might be something on these plans. <laughs> like and, and <laughs> I don't know. We might die. We might live. I don't know. Let's uh, something around and find out. So, guys, uh, before we get into our main topic for the evening, I want to remind everyone that we have a merch store. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come. I'll show you. Open up this door. And you can get your Dork Wars the Podcast coffee cup. You can get your Dork Wars podcast t-shirt, your Dork Wars the Podcast hoodie. Wesley actually ordered some Dork Wars the Podcast merch. How are you liking it? Dork Wars the hoodie. It, I like it. Does it keep you warm? Very comfy. I feel like I'm hugging Andrew every time I'm wearing it, and it makes me feel safe that's, and happy. That's just, that's just beautiful. That's, mm. that's a happy life day to all. Wholesome. <laughs> that's what life day is all about. So if I'm wearing it, does it feel like I'm hugging myself, or does it feel like I'm? Well, we have we have different we have different cast members <laughs> hug the material before it gets shipped. Nah, we really don't. That's a lie. But I, I, 
everyone's experience everyone's experience is different and if any of you out there mm. who do do not know us personally get this and put it on and feel like you're being hugged by a stranger um don't don't return it please please don't return the merchandise <laughs> that being said we are also part of a great conglomerate of other podcasts we are part of the red five network some other star wars and nerdy podcasts that are out there so uh, let's roll that promo real quick this podcast is part of the red five network for more red five network podcasts visit red five network.com it's red five it's red five red five red five so good for you feels like you're hugging andrew all right, now that we're back, let's get into our main topic for the evening. As I've already wished everyone a happy life day, I'm going to do it again. Happy life day, everybody. I don't know if I believe it anymore. Thanks. Well, you should. Is it happy? I know. It is, because we're going to talk about the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. This is so cool! We've seen my master. <laughs> my master's master. Concentrate. My master's father. Impressive. My master's father's master. Emperor Palpatine? Hmm? I don't believe it! Uh, you think maybe you could put a shirt on? All right, I'm happy now. So the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, this is the Disney Plus Holiday Special that was released last year, 2020. Um... Let's just start out with talking about how we like the special, because I know we all give the sequel trilogy a lot of flack, a lot of the characters that are in it. Uh, we really don't care for the way they were developed or the way that they act or do things, but I personally really like the Lego Star Wars special. I think the humor of it is what sold it for me, because I didn't have to take it seriously, so it was good. Agreed. Yeah, it was funny to me, and it, it felt like Robot Chicken. It had Robot Chicken vibes in it, so I, I enjoyed it. It's super self-aware. Yeah, it, it really Which was. Which is like the, the games are, too, you know? Yeah, the, the LEGO Star Wars franchise in general is very hyper-aware of itself, and I, I like the um, I like the spoofy comedy-ness of it. Uh, I actually like Ray and Finn and um, Poe, I actually like those characters in this setting. Like they're, you can engage yep. with them. They're relatable. Um, Finn and Ray, uh, their interactions when she's trying to teach him how to be a Jedi. That's actually kind of some fun stuff. It's actually believable. You can kind of feel some stuff there. I, I wish. I wish that was in Rise of Skywalker yes. or whatever. A retitled Episode Nine. They should have had exactly. some kind of reference to that. You know, they they make little hints here and there, but. It would have been nice to see Ray actually trying to train him in a actual movie. And yeah, kind of like what Blake was saying, I, I feel like the characters' chemistries were better in the Lego movie than they were in the actual movies. So, uh, and, which is ironic. Yeah, and uh, the, the the Legos they yeah, they true. just I don't know, man. They they get along better. They they seem to tie in with each other better. Um, they they have a camaraderie that the the flesh and bone just didn't have and. I, I think that's just the magic of Lego, honestly. But the the series, or excuse me, the special is hilarious. I mean, it's it's probably one of the funniest Star Wars anything's I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I'll compare it to uh, Endgame in many ways, though, because there, there's like a time travel element where they go back to several famous scenes of all of the trilogies. Yeah, I didn't really yeah. like. I mean, I liked that they, like, I can see why they did it. I personally didn't really like that aspect of it, because it's not... Yeah, I but it was I hilarious. I liked the Palpatine... So the, the, interacting with Palpatine and Kylo Ren was really interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like, when, dude, as soon as he said great, or as soon as he said Grandpa Palpatine or something like that... He said Grandpa exactly Vader and was, Palpatine, yeah, and Emperor. He said, oh yeah, Grandpa Vader, that's what it was. That It really said, clicked to me that, said, yeah, that's his grandfather. He said, he said, I'll throw Uncle Luke down the, the uh, reactor, but Grandpa Vader? <laughs> I don't know about that. That's, I, I don't know about that. That's one, of the, that's one of my favorite parts, too, man. I love it. I my, like my favorite joke was when the Emperor is like, you would never betray your master, right? And he's like... I would never throw them down a shaft. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, no." He's I think, talking to Kylo Ren. Yeah, that's right. That's that's how Palpatine words it. He said, "Yeah." He said, "You'd never throw your master down a reactor, would you?" He says, "No, not Who? down a reactor." 
<laughs> who voiced Palpatine? Because he, he was definitely like the star of the show, in my opinion. Uh, no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, it was great voice work. Some, somebody looked that up while we we're uh, talking about it. Um, I, I like seeing all the the uh, the Legos come through the the little portals as Ray goes through time. She, uh, her, and Vader pick up like all these other random people from all these other different times. Like you have like Qui Gon and Obi Wan mm-hmm. from Episode One. You have half of Darth Maul. You have that. But you got what, what's funny is you see Luke <laughs> sitting there looking at the binary suns, and he takes and he drinks that carton of blue milk, wipes his face, and then a portal opens up, and like. 50 characters from all over Star Wars just drop out of the sky <laughs> right in front of his face. <laughs> and then they all just start beating the ever-loving crap out of each other in the middle of the sands of Tatooine. <laughs> oh, that was great. It's I, so, it was yeah, another reference to Infinity War, or no, I'm sorry, Endgame, where you know you have the, just the massive army yeah. of good guys and bad guys going at it. Yeah, that's really what it felt like, and it was cool. Like all the bad guys knew who the bad guys were, and all the good guys knew who the good guys were. And then you got like young Han and old Han. Do you want to shoot first? Sure. Pow! And he shoots Greedo. Like that's it's it's hilarious. It's just one big Star Wars joke, and, and I loved it. Like we've been talking about, it's got a really, really uh, nice feel to it. It's got a lot of heart. This this episode, this special, has a lot of heart, and that's something that we've been missing a lot. I think in Star Wars for a while um, is, is the heart of the thing. The three Obi, the three Obi Wans, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, you got a you got young Obi Wan from <laughs> Episode One, Episode Two, and Episode Three. Oh, it's hilarious. You, it just needed General Grievous to show up. General Kenobi. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice General Grievous at all. That was one. Uh, yeah, he wasn't there. Yeah, the there, there was. Yeah, there was no Grievous, no Dooku. There was no Ahsoka either. I thought that was. Um, I thought that was kind of weird. I, I don't know why they wouldn't include Ahsoka. I think they they tried to focus on masters and apprentices. But I guess yeah. But Ahsoka I mean, Anakin an and apprentice. Ahsoka. Yeah. No, they did show. Anakin. They, they did show Anakin with either. with Obi Wan. It was Clone Wars style. Here's my criticism. Got a lot of positive things to say, but the people who don't like Rey would not like the fact that she has a new power. Y'all remember that? Oh uh, no! When she at the what end, uh, when she loses the, uh, she, she can open up her own portal of time teleportation on her own oh, without any magical oh. artifacts, just by believing in herself. Yeah, I guess you're right. That is a new power. I didn't even like at this point. I think she can only do it on me. life day, but <laughs> she did do a new thing on her own. <laughs> I know she leveled up. Fourteen now, but uh, got to take them perks. But uh, Master Yoda told her she could do it, and Luke Skywalker <laughs> also gave her a pep talk. So that that prompts a new power, right? Yeah, that's like. Two masters doing something with you? That's that's definitely yeah, a level. That's a level. That's a, that might be two levels. Don't get greedy. <laughs> so I would like to know, man, does do any of you guys have a good recipe for tip yip? Tip yip. Yip yip? Yeah. Tip yip. No, tip yip. The, 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 uh, I think you gotta boil an Ewok over a Wampa for twenty six hours. <laughs> One standard rotation of something. Makes sense. Something, something. <laughs> none of us here are cooks. Um, none of us on Dorkor's podcast are very good cooks, um, as you can tell. Garnish what? with cilantro. <laughs> Just throw some seasoning on that bad boy and throw it in the oven for five hours. I don't know. Um, White people cooking. <laughs> add salt and pepper to taste. <laughs> Season to taste. Um, but uh, yeah, the. The whole, uh, the whole, ser- the whole special was was really good. Uh, as far as criticisms, though, if I had to criticize the uh, the special at all, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's anything that I have that you know is is a real criticism. The whole Ray new power thing. I mean, it's it's a it's a kids Lego show. I mean, at the end of the day, so exactly. Yeah, something cheesy like that's going to happen. I do think one of my favorite lines is uh, from Master Yoda when uh, Ray is is uh, watching her and or watching him and Luke uh, train, and Luke can't pull the mm-hmm. uh, or before Luke tries pulling the um, 
the X-Wing out of the swamp, he's he asks Master Yoda, he's like, isn't trying a good thing? And Master Yoda says, no participation trophies do you get as a Jedi. That was hilarious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Like, I, I really... You um, do or do not my, with Yoda. There is no try. I'm going to tell you what, my, dude. My, that sounds like... Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like our Master Yoda right there. I was thinking that too. Like, like as I was watching that, I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like the Yoda on our show. <laughs> so, uh... Brutal. What is your favorite uh, line there, Wesley? <clears throat> oh, oh. Okay, yeah, my favorite line, Um, it was on... And teacher, correct me if I get the planet wrong. Is it Solus? No, no, Mustafar. Mustafar. Um, that's and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi and and Anakin. They're fighting each other, and and Anakin was like, "I hate you." And then, <laughs> then Obi Wan said, uh, "Don't say that. Hate leads. Hate leads to anger, and anger leads to I know what it leads to." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it it goes back to the special being hyper aware of itself. Like it's like we all know. The, the famous line, you know, anger leads to hate, hate leads to the dark side and all that. So for him to say, you know, you know, don't don't say that you hate me. Anger leads to this. He's like, I know what it leads to. Like, we all know what it leads to. And it good line. Good. The, the whole thing, the whole the whole special is quotable. So one one uh one appearance that I was happy was made was Max Rebo. You guys know who Max Rebo is, right? Little blue guy. Yeah, little blue keyboardist guy from uh from Jabba's Palace. Yeah, I, I saw that. And what was the significance of that? Like, like it was well, like an inside I mean, joke. I don't that think I didn't anyone's get. seen Max Rebo since um, Return of the Jedi. So he was uh, Finn was saying that Max Rebo. What's he doing here? No one's listened to Max Rebo for like thirty years. Well, it's about a 30, 30 year time. He's making his comeback tour. Yeah. Oh, and then I like. And then, <laughs> and then now it's a party. <laughs> and then, and then they ask Max Rebo. They're, they're talking about what happens to the rest of his band. He says something in some alien language. And he says, "My my sincere apologies <laughs> or my condolences or something." Yeah. Oh, so, oh so my condolences. Max Rebo's oh, okay. band is, is dead. They're, they're all dead. It's kind of morbid. I assume they died on the sailing uh. barge when the Falcon blew it up. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Dang, so how did Max so Rebo... they killed Max Rebo in the band. <laughs> well, they didn't kill Max Rebo, just, just the band. I can't stop oh, laughing. Okay, sorry. So Max Rebo has been through... Look, this is... Okay, so Disney Plus, this is your new mission. So funny to me. We need a Max Rebo series. I want to know what happened to Max Rebo after the barge explodes um, during the uh, Sarlacc pit scene. I need answers. Well, they're dead. They they got destroyed. They, they were with the band, I, mean, I think. Well, no... Like, do they die there, or is it implied that they died over? Like, thirty years is a I mean, long they could have died I mean, over. People die. I mean, you know, they got spices. They probably got into spices real bad. You know, musicians. Like you know, spice, rock and roll, or whatever. Jizz is the type of music <laughs> they play. So it's it's spice, jizz, and a certain thing that's only for Dork Wars after dark. That's right. Well, we've already we've already we've already said we've already said jizz. Like, I mean, let's <laughs> see, like. Uh, yeah, that is yeah. canonical. Go on Wikipedia and and find out for yourself. Yes, I, I, but have I safe search on, please. <laughs> oh goodness! I, I'm debating should I look this up or not. Like, I'm like, no, is it's definitely it's 100 percent true. It's it's go on Wikipedia, look up jizz. It's 100 percent true. Just look, type it into Wikipedia. Do not type it into Google. <clears throat> oh, it does make some there, dance. There it goes. That's that's. We've we've taken. <laughs> Let me go in incognito mode. Mark. So the uh, the appearance of time travel in this special is something that um, I don't know. I, I think some fans are going to be split on. I mean, is is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? This is definitely a more direct time travel theorem um, in contrast to the. Um, the way that we see uh, Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka move through time in the uh, world between worlds, right? Like in the world between worlds, like you got these windows, you got these things happening. Mm-hmm. You really don't control where you go, but Ray definitely had like control over where she went with her little stone thing. And even Darth Vader did as well. Um, Cause I remember in 
when Vader brings the the stone, the key or whatever it is back to Palpatine, like he says, well, let's go 30 years in the future and see what happens. And literally, and he's there 30 years into the future. So you have a lot more control. So do you think this is something that's going to be canon now? Like, is, is this a canon thing? Can it be a canon thing? No. It's just strictly Lego. No, it's thing. A okay. Thing. All right. All right. No. And that's good. So, no. you know, so that's not canon. So possibly the whole Ray Finn thing isn't canon and all that. Um, because that's that's really two of my biggest takeaways from this special. You know, of course, it's a lighthearted, fun thing. But you have the time travel and then you have well, Ray is definitely training Finn to be a Jedi. Okay. Well, here's my here's my argument to that, if you will. It's yeah, the time traveling. I don't think that's canon. I don't think it's it's real. They just did that to kind of get the plot moved along. And this, but uh, the whole episode it was full of like Dietrich was saying self awareness, like things that de- details that are true prevalent in each episode. So I think they really emphasized this relationship between her and Finn, just to you know make a point that. Hey, we meant to make this more obvious in the movie, but we didn't. So let's well, make it more and I, obvious. And I actually now in the agree show. with you. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I'm, I'm with that. It, it seems like they they tried to put that in there. So it's like, hey guys, um, we kind of messed this up in the sequel trilogy. We never got around to saying, hey, Finn's force sensitive, and he's going to be a Jedi eventually. But they do that in this Lego series, and you know, if we see more stories yeah. from this era, I would really like to see Finn being trained to be a Jedi. Now, despite my feelings of Ray, I, I think that I think they can salvage her character. You know, she's not learning new powers every other week and doing all this crazy stuff all the time. But um, I, I would really like to see them grow together because in this special, we see them grow together. You know, she's learning to be a master. He's learning to uh, be a good student. Um, and it's 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 really touching. It's, it's good to see that connection um, the connection's there. The heart is there. I would really like to see that expounded upon in maybe a, maybe a show, maybe a special or something. Um, I, I just want to know where that goes. Hey, so was there a significance to... I, I know I'm like, <laughs> like uh, reflecting deeply on a Lego Star Wars movie, but so was there a significance to Ray bringing farm boy Luke with her on this um, adventure? Yes. Sure. Expound upon that, Diedrich, if you have something to go with that. Because. That's beautiful. Happy, happy life day. Bring out the tip yet. <laughs> let's get this. Let's roll credits. That's it. I think it was, okay, it was, it was initially an accident that she like pulled him into the portal and then she just had to carry him along because it's like, what are you going to do? She also had like massive respect, so she was kind of hoping he would help out. And Farm Boy Luke was pretty much useless. <laughs> yeah, right? he was. So he was just there for the ride. She's like, Master Luke. She's probably expecting him to do some cool stuff. And he's like, yeah. oh, so okay. That- you know, I'm just like a teenager. You know, I just want to go to like the Wait, moisture d- farm and hang out and go to whatever Tossy Station, get some, some soda spice. or something. Dude, yeah, he was doing know. spice. Nice. <laughs> Tossy Station. Does that mean that? Ray helped Luke become a Jedi Master, and this is Luke it's helped Ray become a Jedi Inception. Master. I mean, they helped blow up the Death Star. Yeah, actually, she down did right. Ray, Ray <laughs> took the one thing Luke did. Now, <laughs> oh my God, it does. It gets now even that we're talking about it. Luke, Luke sucks, man. Oh my Luke God, really likes Luke. Ray even went back in time and blew up the Death Star for Luke Skywalker. Thanks, Ray. Wow, the disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, couldn't even it's still funny see, though. My, now, my favorite thing about uh farm boy luke though is like every time like he's just chilling has nothing to do he somehow has a carton of blue milk in his back pocket that he just takes out it sips <laughs> very longingly and then wipes his blue milk mustache that is like that's not milk i'm i'm, I'm starting it was so I'm random i'm gonna start bringing around like milk sake and just whip it out I'm gonna have to get a cooler, but he looked very stoic in those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reason I brought up Farm Boy Luke is because I, I felt like maybe she identified with his innocence of like being clueless, uh, not knowing, um, you know, anything that's going on, and maybe, maybe in her 
in her endeavor to learn how to be a better teacher, uh, maybe she related to that. She's Ray, man. She knows everything. She has all the powers. What a deep way to look at this Lego (laughs) thing, man. That's what I said. Maybe I'm way overanalyzing this. It's just (laughs) Legos. (laughs) Uh, There's a deep story here. It's beautiful. (laughs) So so, what about Lando, guys? Like, does Lando have like nobody else in the universe to hang out with, like at all? I mean, he is, he's got his daughter slash lover. What's her name? Her uh, I can't, what's I can't what's the character's name? name who was only in Rise of Skywalker briefly? She, was, she rode the horse. She was pig introduced thing. halfway through Rise of Skywalker, and then given this weird throwaway mission at the very end with Lando. Jaina yeah, something. To go I think. find all of the um, people that the first order. I want to say something with the J. I don't know. Yeah, there's that weird joke at toward the very end of the movie where Lando's like, "Let's go find out like where her like where her, her people are or, or something, something like that." And it's it's kind of weird. It's almost like implied he like he's trying to hit on her slash <laughs> might be her father. Well, you know, it wouldn't be wouldn't be an episode of Dork Wars the podcast if we didn't mention a slight amounts <laughs> of something. Sides amounts of incest, incest, you know. That's Star Wars. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So uh, Lando does, in fact, bring his... Like any great mythology (laughs) has. So Lando does bring his daughter slash girlfriend to the the Life Day party. Um, I I do like the throwbacks in this this Lego Star Wars special. Uh, Chewie's family makes an appearance, and... It's funny because we never hear of them ever again, except for in the um, the nineteen eighty uh, Star Wars special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seventy eight is that when it came out? Really, seventy eight. Yeah, dang, that sucker came out like right yeah, after. Yeah, nineteen seventy eight holiday uh, special, or right after the first movie. Excuse me, it came out right after New Hope. I didn't, I didn't realize it was that early after New Hope. Yeah, I think George Lucas like held on to it for. I want to say a couple years before okay, releasing well, it. That that makes sense. I don't, I don't know if I would have released it myself. But um, Chewie's family makes a uh, <laughs> yeah. makes a um, makes an appearance in that special as well. So that was a pretty good callback. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no um, Carrie Fisher Life Day solo in this one. Solo being a uh, musical solo, she sang a song. No Boba, there was no Fett. Boba yeah, Fett there was either. No Boba Fett. There was now there was some Mandalorian. We did get to see uh, Din Djarin and Baby Yoda. Now I, I forgot to mention that I did like when they're going through oh, the Baby yeah. Yoda scene and everyone just stops mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was that was beautiful. Um, I I really like oh, this, yeah. this Star Wars special, and I, I know I know I've, I've said that a million times. I don't even have very much criticism for it. It just had a lot of heart, man, and the, the jokes were funny. They were self-aware, and it's it was refreshing for the Star Wars community because this these are things that we've been talking about forever. I mean, Han shot first. Um, that was in there. Uh, you've got the, the horribleness of the uh, old Christmas special. You kind of have this new Christmas special to kind of take take over that, um, that kind of bad stigma and turn into something different. You have... Um, all these great things, all these great callbacks. You got Max Rebo comes in there. You got milk drinking farm boy Luke. <laughs> that's that's real cool. Um, so all in all, I think Disney Plus did an amazing job with this with this special. I like Darth Vader's. What, what was it? The greatest <laughs> emperor coffee yeah, mug. Yeah, and he went to Batu. He went to all the stores on Batu to get it. So that's even a call to uh, the new Star Wars, uh, not resort, but the Star Wars park at um, at Disney World in Disneyland. They have the uh, the name of the place is Batu. So mm-hmm. he said he went to all the stores on Batu to get the emperor, the best emperor in the universe mug. <laughs> and Palpatine rejected it. Yeah, Palpatine is kind of a jerk. Um, but he he became uh, he he came good at the <laughs> end though, <laughs> as he was falling. His heart grew two sizes that day, just in time to be exploded and to come back in thirty years as a total butthole again. And it's okay because somehow he returned. <laughs> it, yeah, that they made a call out to that, didn't they? Like there was, like there was a quote like, "There's yeah. no coming back from that one." <laughs> yeah, and, and they and they stared at the camera. So uh, let's wrap this thing up here. We've we've said all there is to say on the uh, the Lego Star Wars holiday special. 
So, uh, Diedrich, what what are you going to give the uh, Lego Holiday Special? I'm going to go with a 8.26 out of 10. All right. Any any specific reason for that? Um, it's a well-rounded number. You know, most people can go count by, you know, 2, 4, 6, 8.26, you know, 10.35. You know, just your, your basic round numbers. All right. Andrew, what do you what do you give the Lego holiday special? I agree. Ooh, a tree fitty. Three three point five out of ten. Uh, I give it about a tree fitty. About a three point five. I think it was pretty funny. Well Deidre gave it an eight point two six, so I was just assuming we we're gonna go out of ten. Out of it 10? was an eight point two six out of uh, ten coins. What is what is the conversion rate from coins to stars? Give it a seven. We need a chart. We got a seven. Seven out well, of let's ten. Let's multiply that then, dude, and then give it about three fifty times two. All right. I gave it a seven. <clears throat> seven out of ten, sir. I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it had its funny parts, uh, but I didn't like. You know, I mean, you know, I guess you have to. I don't know. I guess you can give it an eight because you have to keep into account that it's a Lego movie, but like the time travel and all the random little so things Andrew, that they added. There's really, Andrew gave it a really good rating, but it sounds like it was he was cool, like dipping out on the I'm best parts. So you are higher. You're, you're an angry, angry adult. Project. You are not a kid at heart <laughs> yeah. at all. You are a sad, strange little man. <laughs> it, he's, yeah, the, he's, he's, the grumpy he's the Palpatine, Palpatine. before... <laughs> His uh, he his redemption right before he was exploded in the reactor. Yeah. And uh, excuse me, not Andrew. We were just talking to Andrew Wesley. What do you rate the uh, holiday Lego Star Wars special out of ten? We're going to go out of ten or multiply what you would give it out of five by two. I, I'll give it a, <laughs> a lot of math there. I'm just going to give it a nine out of ten and hope that's a good Dang, answer. Thanks, son. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I felt like it, it it was thorough. It covered a lot of bases, um, and even with the fast pace and humor, there was a, like a, a deeper, a deeper emotion to it. You know, throughout it um, with the story, and I don't know. I, I every time I watch it, I, I pick up on more quotes and details that I didn't pick up before. Um, you know, if they, they land a lot of jokes, and if if a joke goes over your head, you watch it again, and then you. It makes sense. Well, so, that'll I don't keep know. you watching uh, for years to come, every year. Um, I think in my house now, this yeah. is going to be a uh, a tradition. My kids seem to like it. My daughters thought it was okay. Uh, my son loved it. He's he's a little over a year old, and he was just sitting there like watching like all this crazy stuff happen. Um, he, he enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a. Uh, I think I'm going to give it a nine out of ten as well, Wesley. I'm going to join you there. Yeah, my, um, my I, boy. I enjoyed the uh, special a whole lot. Uh, it was very self-aware. It made a lot of fun of Star Wars, and that's refreshing. Like we in the Star Wars community know how to bring Star Wars down in a really bad way. Like we can dissect all this stuff and say this was dumb and this was dumb, and have a really bad attitude about it. I feel like this um, this special kind of took the things about Star Wars that are like in contention or people don't like or this that and the other and made fun of it and laughed at itself and that's something i really enjoyed it just felt like it had a lot of heart i like how all the characters um intermingled with one another really really cool special so we're gonna be reading or excuse me i'll be watching this again i might watch it again before christmas i don't even know um so this is gonna be great so let's go on and bring this to master yoda for the word of the week there is more knowledge here than anywhere else in the galaxy. Hmm. Tip yip, the word of the week is. <laughs> so tip yip, um, Master Yoda, do you have a good uh, good recipe for tip yip? Boil it in the waters of Dagobah, you must, for three days. Sweat from the Gungan brow, three ounces. Master Yoda, is is that it? Yes. All the flavor you need in the sweat, in the Dagobah swamp. Well, that sounds kind of disgusting. <laughs> mm, not really. Creatures, they sweat in there. 
and they stew in there. And um, a lot of flavor in the Dagobah Swamp. A lot of the natural body fluids. Yeah. Um, is there jizz music? <laughs> the the Wookiee jizz. That is a form of music. Thank you. There is no music on Dagobah. Mm, very much music we have, actually. Um, I, I like to dance around sometimes. Uh, okay, so Master Yoda lives alone and dances by himself. This is getting awkward. I, I've... And I'm, I'm going to yeah, you guys think about sequels a lot. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that video. Sequels, but unfortunately, come. man, like Yoda, Yoda sounds like he's he's going to have a sad life day by himself on Dagobah. <laughs> Never sad it is. People I hate. <laughs> um, so while I got you on here, Master Yoda, <laughs> what do you what do you give the uh, Lego Star Wars special um, out of ten? Hmm. Ten out of ten, I must give it. Because in this movie, I am. <laughs> yeah, Ma- Master Yoda is not the humblest of uh, people. But um, anyways, uh, if you've got any great recipes for Tip Yip, we'd love to hear them. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Dork Wars, the podcast. You know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just type in Dork Wars, the podcast on Google. Uh, you can find our link tree there as well. Just go uh, like our stuff like you always do. Happy Life Day, and may the Force be with you. Thank you for supporting Dork Wars, the podcast. You can check us out on facebook.com forward slash Dork Wars, the podcast. And if you would like to join in on the discussion or maybe suggest topics for us to discuss, please do so by joining our Discord community or sending us an email at dorkwarspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a... All right, we're done, right? We good? Production.